0: Again, the outcome of tonight's game shouldn't affect that. I think both teams will make the uh, playoffs, but we'll know for sure on Sunday when they do the uh, selections and place the teams uh, in their uh, various uh, districts for round one. But uh, it's uh, Mary Sill and Port here in High playing for the first time in a long time, since 2005. Big Reds and Vikings, and we'll hear from both of their coaches in just a moment here as the pregame show gets started on GetStuckOnSports.com.
1: Every grandma knows get stuck on sports.com is where the grandkids play.
2: To hear you say that makes me love you baby.
1: Making lots of memories. It's your kids, it's your schools, it's your sports.
0: 123 you're free bail bonds. We're family, helping families. Have a loved one in jail? Call 123 you're free for bail. Open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week with licensed agents statewide to help you in just minutes. Call 810. 810- three two zero zero two zero zero that's eight one zero three two zero zero two zero zero or see kevin at 2700 pine grove avenue in port huron it's as easy as one two three you're free one two three you're free bail bonds
3: when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice
4: The Forty Prowlers are back for Year 8 in the FPHL. Don't miss any of the high-flying hockey action at McMoran Arena. You can get your Prowler season tickets now. Full season ticket packages start at $250 for adults and $225 for seniors, military, and children. The Prowlers drop the puck for their home opener on October 14th when their brand-new rival, the Motor City Rockers, come to town. For ticket information, call the McMoran Box Office at 810-985-6166.
0: For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you.
1: Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com.
0: Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back with Derek Meyer, the head coach of the Marysville Vikings. Uh, 17 years since the last time these two sides uh Played a game. I don't know if any of the kids on either side were alive. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna take them very long to understand that it's a rivalry game and 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 what it's gonna to mean to, to
5: both communities. Oh, definitely true. Rivalry that says everything. Anytime you can play someone close to home, cross town that used to be on your schedule consistently. Seventeen years is a long time. You know, we'll worry about the current game, nostalgia, what's in the past. Hey, you know what, that's already been done. So we'll look forward and prepare for how we have to prepare this week but you needn't say more about the rivalry part about the crosstown uh matchup you know these kids all play ball together and hang around each other and certainly with social media nowadays are in constant contact with each other so tell our kids don't get online and start talking lineup and injuries and anything like that because that stuff's all picked up nowadays
0: well, one uh, area where uh, you guys might give them a, a problem, I, I think, uh, is the fact that uh, in their league, they see a lot of spread. They don't see a whole lot of teams running the, the, the wing tee, uh, and the teams that try it don't run it like Marysville runs
5: it. Uh, that's That's our tradition. That's what we're... Built to run. That's what our kids grow up knowing. So last time they might have seen saw the traditional week tees, last time they played us. But yeah, and yeah, I mean the whole Mac League, you know what it is, top to bottom. A lot of two by one, three by two, two by two. So I I mean you have to be well versatile on the field and your kids gotta know how to read no matter what defense or what offense you go up against. So playing in the higher league, of course, they're gonna stress that a little bit more with the passing game. But you got to go with your strengths. If you got a great running back, it warrants, hey, maybe we use the run to set up the pass, and vice versa. If we got a quarterback with great reads and great arms, knows how to read the defense, then you use the pass to set up the run. So you just have to find that balance. Watch your film, hit it on the scout field during scout plays during the week, and have your kids know their reads, assignments, and adjust to it.
0: Well, I know you've been running the ball really well the last uh, couple of weeks. I saw you against uh, St. Clair. Uh, Saccucci was really good. He's been really good every week. Um, I really like uh, Ben LaValle when you put him back there. Um, I I know a couple weeks ago his ankle was a little sore, but it still didn't stop him from getting some electrifying runs. It looks like he's running downhill as soon as you give him the ball.
5: It is, and you know, don't, don't say that name too loud. But yeah, it's it's great when you had that luxury. I I like to think. Stepping in, filling in with being a key defensive player, he he knows the field well. He reads the field well. We we don't bring up a whole lot of underclassmen. He was one we had talked about all over the summer, and we knew we were going to do that. Um, but that that's a good balance back there. And you know, last week with the rotations and everything, we we're able to get some kids some playing time that don't see the field too much so all in all it was a good week for us the you know the workhorse that he is we he played about a half and then we were able to swap around and get some other kids some playing time
0: Ah, uh, the defense uh, too, two uh two pick sixes last uh week and i think it's two straight weeks donovan's
5: had an interception yeah look looked pretty good didn't it uh um our, our defense reads well, we've got a specific defense, a back coach again with our reads and everything and, and seeing the spread, two by one, two by two a lot, we're able to adjust to that and whether we play zone, whether we play man to man, our kids know what they're supposed to do and it definitely helps when you have 11 out there and you got a line that's rushing or making piles where the quarterback's got to hurry his throw so it, it's all in the timing it's all in, every, everything works like clockwork, if someone does their job, that means someone else has the ability to do his job, which means someone else can do their job. So, you know, you just got to get them fine tuning coming into game nine. You hope you're at that point because, as I stress every week, your best game is your next game. That's the one that's coming up that week. And then anything after that, we'll worry about film and correction and we'll, we'll see what that warrants us for the second level.
0: They're athletic, they've got uh, some uh, speed, and you're going to have to play them on the uh, grass. Any of
5: those things bothering you? No, we're going out playing game nine. We're prepared for game nine. We're preparing for a rivalry. Hopefully we get a good showdown out of this. You know, they, they, both these teams compete hard to hard, and it's nice to play a mat game, even though it's a crossover. It's nice to play close to home. All right, good luck. Thanks. Go Vikings. Thank you, Dennis. There's
0: Derek Meyer back with more in a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you need Blue Water
3: area scores, standings, schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your
4: sports. stop in today a quarter of a mile south of mclaren hospital miller maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics
0: welcome back and uh, coach perkins joins us uh, now Uh, as i said to coach meyer 17 years since the last time these two schools played each other i don't know if any of the kids were alive and if they were they were too young to remember it so but i don't think it'll take them very long to figure out this is a rivalry game
6: yeah no doubt this is way way different and uh It's really neat. Uh, You know, you're right. We haven't uh, scrimmaged or uh, played against them in a long time. So it's going to be pretty cool. All right.
0: Let's uh, talk about your football team. Uh, 59 points last week. So uh, clearly uh, Nate Oriole has been doing a good job at quarterback for you. And uh, you guys haven't had any problems scoring.
6: Yeah, well, uh, we had caught some big plays. Um, And we got an onside kick and another oopsie onside kick that uh, went to us. So, uh, yeah, we had the ball a couple extra times. But, yeah, Gavin Troy is really, really rolling. And, boy, I wouldn't want to be a guy that has to tackle him. And the ones that try to seem to get uh, their butt on the ground. So, yeah, we've been doing a real good job. I almost
0: wish this game were at the other place just because yeah. of the turf. Because I like to see Gavin Troy, and, and they got a couple of kids that can scoot too, and that could be some fun. So I think it's going to come down to which team can play better defense uh, this week. Wing T isn't something you guys see every day.
6: No, yeah, it's very, very different. And so, uh, and we had, some, we struggled a little bit with uh, Sterling Heights when they were doing some crossing action in the backfield. So we've really pinpointed. A lot, a lot of that and uh their movements and how to how to defend it uh all week and but it is very different it's not really something we see so um it, it's a challenge there's no doubt about that all right
0: um let's uh, talk about you uh, a couple of weeks ago it was kind of uh uh wondering who was going to play yeah. around here it looks still like is, is it still <laughs> that way so you're, you're still kind of guessing and it's yeah. up to game time with some of these guys
6: yeah uh you know it's still uh, there's sickness going on Uh, We got guys banged up um, and a couple of, you know, major players. Well, Luke Allen a a long time ago, uh, and now Amari's got a a big-time bruise type of thing. So uh, some major, major people uh, uh, going down, but it's been next man up, and the guys have done a fantastic job with that. Um, You know, we had uh, big-time sickness came through. So last year, yeah, we, or last week, we were scrambling um, to get people just uh, bodies to put in, and, and the bodies went in and did a really good job. Um, and so these guys come to practice all week. They get reps and reps and reps, and, and it pays off, and uh, they're responding and doing a great job for us.
0: All right, well, I hope you guys are getting better and better because I know there's a Week 10 for you, too, on the horizon. So uh, good luck uh, with uh, this one, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you in the coming weeks.
6: Yeah, we're really looking forward to this game. It should be fun, and the stadium should be full, and uh, it's going to be a good time. So uh, we're looking forward to it.
0: All right, kickoff is next here on on GetStuckOnSports.com.
6: Finding that missing shin guard.
3: Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on,
0: ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our
7: website at SheridanAgency.com.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: Welcome back here to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey with you. Port Huron High in Marysville is our game here tonight. The, uh big reds come in with a six and two record the vikings are five and three both teams are on three game win streaks elsewhere over on stream two tonight brady Beaton's at east china stadium seven and one port here on northern taking on three and five saint Clair this evening other games marine city is at duran tonight elmont plays at goodrich armada is at flint Kersley. freeland visits croslex three rivers is at north branch Imlay City hosts Flint Southwestern. Richmond's at Clintondale. Yale's playing at Lutheran, or is home to Lutheran North, excuse me. Cass City's at Beale City. Harbor Beach hosts Vassar. Marlette is at Waterford, Our Lady of the Lake. Memphis goes to Melvindale Tech. USA plays at Sandusky. Reese is at Ubley. And tomorrow at Ford Field, it's the Prep Bowl. Marine City Cardinal Moni taking on Bishop Foley, and Brady will have that game on uh, stream two tomorrow, kickoff is set for 1.30. There's some eight-man games we're following as well. k playing at Brown City. Peck is at Deckerville. CPS is at Kingston. And New Haven Merritt is hosting Oakland Christian. Deckerville, by the way, needs a win tonight to make the playoffs. And uh, on the other side of uh, that, uh, Peck's uh, quarterback slash running back, uh, Mr. Lettner is looking for a state record for rushing this year, which uh, Peck is going to make the playoffs, so he's got this week and at least next week to improve upon his totals already this season. Big Reds are all red tonight with the white numerals, and the uh, Vikings have the white tops, the blue helmets, and the uh, gray or silver pants, depending on uh, what your preference is in calling them. This should be a, uh, a fun football game. Again, it's been a long time since the two teams have played. We've established uh, that. The Vikings, you know, er, from week to week, they've been interesting. But when they are clicking, they're pretty good. And uh, we know that when the big reds get clicking, they're pretty good too. So these are two football teams who probably both feel they should have one more win. For the Big Reds, it was that Crosstown showdown. They lost to Northern 14-7. That game was a coin flip, and uh, a lot of penalties cost the Big Reds in that one. And for the Vikings, they'll look back to that Southlake game and go, that's the one we let get away. But uh, also, these teams have uh, picked up some big wins. As we mentioned, the Big Reds scored 59 last week. And, again, the last two weeks they've been without Amari Holler, who uh, most people feel is, is one of the best athletes in the area. And he generally is the big red quarterback. But Nate Oriel has done a really good job. And, and this is kind of what Nate Oriel does. He, he did it last year as well for PH. He kind of comes in and takes over a quarterback when he's needed to. And uh, last year he won the Crosstown Showdown game when he hadn't taken a snap all year. Vikings are going to kick it off. Coza is uh, out Anthony Coza to put the ball on the uh, tee and kick this away to the uh, big reds who are in a uh, little huddle on the near sideline. They usually have Jaden Ashford back uh, deep and we'll see who else is going to be back there with him. going to be Ashford and Jalen Young is going to go back, and Gavin Troy is going to go back as well. So it'll be Troy and Ashford standing inside their own 10-yard line looking from this kick for Coza. Uh, I would not be shocked if the Vikings don't kick this ball deep, though. I think they'll... Prefer to to kick it short and maybe give the Big Reds decent position rather than uh, let uh, Troy or uh, Ashford run one back on them. It's a high kick. Short, bounces. Troy at the 15 to the 20, 25. And just as he was picking up ahead of steam, he gets wrapped up and brought down near the 31-yard line. And that was a pretty good tackle. I believe Aiden Donahue was the man that reached in and got him who's had an interception in each of the last two games. Last week, he had a pick six. They spot it up at the 33. So first down, Big Reds, they get the ball first tonight. They'll go three wides with the uh, Twins off to the left. Ashford in a slot that way. Troy is the only back. He's going to get the carry. Looking straight ahead, and that hole is plugged up, and Troy will be dropped at the 31 for a loss of two. Up front, the Vikings aren't the biggest team in the uh, world, but they get low and they cause problems, and they're very quick. This is a defense that had some struggles early on, but in the last three weeks, they've allowed only three scores. Again, with three receivers, Play fake. Oriole carries. He's got room out to about the 40-yard line. And a pickup on the play of about nine yards there. will leave them with third and about three. So third down three here. Big Reds from their own 40. First possession of the game. They'll go two receivers to either side. Rodgers and Rosanaugh in a stack to the near sideline. They're running, though. It's Troy, and he's going to be about a yard short. Out to the 42, and that'll bring up fourth and one big reds. And right off the hop, we've got an early decision for Port Here and High. They need to get to the 44 for the first down. They're a yard away from that. And it looks uh, like they're going to keep the offense out there. Oriole getting the call from the sideline. Let's see if they do a hard count here or if they actually are planning on running a play. Ashford in a slot to the left. They've got two receivers that way. Rosenau the single receiver to the right. Keeping it on the ground with Oriole, and he's got the first down to the 45 and dives forward to the 47. A gain of four on fourth and one. So Oriole picks up the big fourth down conversion for the Big Reds, and they keep the drive alive here. 9.45 to go first quarter. First down, Big Reds out to their own 47. Golding and Ashford off to the left, and they'll stack two receivers, Rogers and uh, Rosenau to the right, and they're going to set up a bubble screen to Rosenau. He makes the catch and is hit right away, and he'll lose a couple yards back to the 45. So they did not fool him with the little receiver bubble screen, and it's going to bring up second down and 12 big reds from their own 45. Vikings are all over that one. NPH will go two receivers to either side. Troy in the backfield is to the right of his quarterback, Oriole, who works out of the shotgun. Troy will get a carry here, looking for some room, and he's up to about midfield. Got about five yards there. And it's going to put them in third down and about seven They got to get to the viking 43 for a first down and they're spotted actually just shy of midfield so it's third and a long seven they're going to empty the backfield send a man in motion that's they now give him the ball. He tries to cut back up the middle. He's to the Viking 49. He got only about two yards there. Brendan Kilborn brings up fourth and about five here for the Big Reds, maybe fourth and six, and they're going to bring out the punt team. They kept the ball for almost four minutes, but in the end they're going to bring the punt team on. On fourth and six. Bit of a low snap, but a good uh, kick gets away. Ben Lavalley back deep, got out of the way, and the ball will roll into the end zone for a touchback. Big Reds tried to get down there and trap him inside the five, but it ends up getting into the end zone, and that'll bring it back out to the 20-yard line, and that's where the Vikings will get it on their first possession of the game. With no score yet in this one. Noah LaValle is the quarterback for Marysville. Carter Cicucci is the feature back, but they have some other guys that are dangerous. McKinney, Ben LaValle. They've also seen uh, Hurley and uh, Donaldson and uh, a few other guys back there. Aiden Murphy is another guy that has been running a lot for them. First down Vikings from their own 20. They send Corbett in motion and they'll hand it off. And nowhere to go. This time for Hurley, who gets the first carry of the game. And he'll get uh, maybe a yard to the 21. Second and nine Vikings. to play here in the opening quarter. This is Marysville's first crack at it. Big Reds got one first down and then had to punt near midfield. And now the Vikings looking at second and nine from their own 21. Hurley and Sacucci are directly behind Lavallee under center. This time it's Sacucci trying to bounce it outside. A Little bit of room. He's got a first down run out across the 30. To about the 33-yard line is where they say he stepped out of bounds. That'll be a pickup of about 12 yards. Tsukuchi's got a lot of speed. And he was showing it off there as he got the edge on the far side. First down, Marysville from their own 33. Again, a tight formation. Keeping it on the ground, straight ahead with Hurley, and he's to about the 35, gets a couple. So second and eight Vikings now at their own 35-yard line. Marysville doesn't throw it a ton, but they will throw the football, and usually they like to roll out LaValle. They've got Johnson split out far to the left. And LaValle's rolling out, looking. Looks like he's going to run this time, though, to the 40. And then a little shake and bake, and he dives forward to the 45-yard line. That's a nice run, 10 yards and a Viking first down. Right on cue, they rolled out LaValle, but he kept it and got first down yardage out to the 45-yard line. And now the Vikings on the move a little bit here. We'll have one of the linemen bring in the play. He relays it to Lavallee, who then relays it to the rest of the squad. Again, it's Secucci and Hurley in the backfield. secucci has got it. Running to the right, trying to get outside, and he'll be trapped by Gavin Troy and brought down in the backfield. For a loss on the play of a couple. Back to the 43. They ran that play earlier and Sacucci got 12 yards. That time, Gavin Troy was able to track him down and tackle him in the backfield before he could turn the corner and get upfield. Moving along quickly. We're down to 5.15 to go here in a scoreless first quarter. Corbett in tight to the line on the left side. Hurley and Sucucci the backs. This is Sucucci looking for some room back up the middle, and he's going to squirm forward for positive yards to the 47. He gets about four, but it's going to leave them with third and long. Third down and about eight here for the Vikings at their own 47-yard line. We'll see what Marysville's thinking on third and eight here. McKinney is in as a tight end. He's dangerous. Rolling out is Laval, and he slipped and fell. He lost his footing and goes down at the 39 for a loss on the play of about. Now they're going to put it at the 40, so it'll be a seven-yard loss on the play, and that was just simply LaVallee was setting up to throw the ball downfield, and he slipped and lost his footing on the grass. And that'll make it fourth and about 15 now for the Vikings, and they'll be forced to kick this one away. Haditz will stand back inside his own 30 to kick it. Jaden Ashford for the Big Reds. Looking for the return. He's at about the pH 30. High snap overhead. It's his head. He's back inside his own 20. He'll fall on the ball at the 19. And the Big Reds will have great field position to start their next drive. A 21-yard loss on the bad snap. And the Big Reds are first down and 10. They're going to put the ball at the 20, which is a... I think a bad mark for P.H., but at either rate, they get to start this drive from the Marysville red zone. Two receivers to either side with Troy in the backfield to the left of Oriole out of the shotgun. Straight drop looking, now pressure coming, so Oriole has to scramble, looking, throwing on the run. Nice catch by Gavin Troy. He's inside the 10. He's got a big red first down and goal to go. Knocked out somewhere around the eight-yard line. Gain of around 12 on the pitch-and-catch. Oriole to Troy. First and goal to go. We'll call it the eight. Actually, I think it's closer to the seven, so let's call it the seven. Troy, again, the only back, three receivers this time. Gavin Troy gets the uh, carry, and the Vikings have that stacked up for no gain.
3: Troy, the ball here, stacked up by a squad
6: of Vikings.
0: So it'll be second down and goal to go from the seventh. Early chance here for P.H. Three minutes to go first quarter. No score. A bad snap on a punt has set up the Big Reds for a scoring chance. Ashford in a slot to the right as they have two receivers that way. Now they send him in motion to the left. Misdirection. They're giving it to Troy straight up the middle. He's inside the five down to about the two-yard line. Got about five there. And they're going to be looking at third and goal from about the two. Brings up. Two and a half minutes to go here in the first. I'm sure this is four down territory for PH. Trying to cash in on the game's first mistake. Troy the back. It looks like he's going to line up behind Oriole, who's going to go under center this time. Ashford wide left. Oriole rolling out. To the right, gonna run with it, and he's into the end zone for a big red touchdown. Nate Oriole on the bootleg scores, and the big reds are able to capitalize. They punch it in on the short drive and take a six-nothing lead with 1.57 to go here in the first quarter. Here's Hansel for the point after out of the hold of Oriole. Get it down, Hansel will get the kick up and it is no good. Vikings get a piece of that and block it. But the Big Reds score first and they lead it six to nothing here late in this first quarter. So, six nothing, Port Huron. And uh, getting some instructions uh, here for uh, Griffin Hansel before he kicks off. Vikings have three back deep. That's Ben LaValle sitting in the middle of Noah LaValle and Corbett. A lot of open space between the 35 and the 10 for Marysville. Hansel's going to line drive it towards the corner, and that, I think, is going to go out of bounds. So there'll be a flag, and the Vikings will have some options here and most likely will take the ball at the 35. The official had some words for one of the big reds, Golding, I think. They may make Marys or Marysville may make them re-kick here. So it'll be a five-yard penalty and a re-kick. They'll kick this time from the 35 instead of the 40. You have three options in high school. You can take the ball where it goes out of bounds. You can take the ball at the 35 if the 35 is farther ahead of where the ball goes out of bounds. Or you can take a five-yard penalty and make them re-kick. And that's the option that Marysville has taken here. 6-0 6 nothing, Big Reds. We've got uh, just under two minutes to go here in the first quarter. And now the uh, re-kick here by Hansel. And again, he's going to angle it the same way. It'll roll to about the... 10, picked up there by Ben LaValle. Makes a nice little move up the near sideline across the 20. Still on his feet as he cuts back across the field. LaValle to the 30. And finally, they'll wrap him up and haul him down near the 33-yard line. He is a lot of fun to watch. And he's going to be back for the next couple of years. Ben LaValle is... Very explosive. He's just a sophomore. So first down Marysville from their own 32 as they start their second drive of the game. Hurley is the lone back this time. Secucci on a wing. And he'll get the handoff looking for some room. Gets across the 35 to the 36 and uh, grabs about four yards there. Four carries, 18 yards early on here for Carter Sicucci. Second and six coming up for the Vikings from their own 36-yard line. Noah Myuri, who continues to just have a great year for the Big Reds, is the man who made the tackle there. Johnson split out wide to the left. Hurley and Sucucci the backs. This is Sucucci again, trying to stutter step his way through the middle, but the Big Reds have it plugged up. They'll stop him at the 39 after about a three yard gain. And it will bring up third down and about three for a first down. So third and three from the 39. Big play here for Marysville's offense. Again with uh, Hurley and Sacucci the backs. Noah Valley under center and he got the big reds to jump. Real good hard count there by Noah, and he'll get a free first down because of it. Big reds knew it was a big play and they wanted to stop on defense and they were just a little over anxious. First penalty of the game, and it'll, or the second penalty, counting the uh, kickoff penalty. And it'll move the ball out to the 44. Let's go, and uh, the Vikings with a fresh set of downs now. In no rush here. Uh, they're going to let the quarter run out. So at the end of the first quarter, your score is Port Huron High, 6. Marysville, nothing here on on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW TV. At the end of the first quarter, is the button 0
6: with Big Red, 6.
8: Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you.
0: Forty-four DuraClean by Bachelor.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: Vikings keeping it on the ground, and they'll get a uh, about a three-yard pickup here from uh, Hurley, I believe. And that's gonna bring up second down and seven for Marysville from their own 47 as we start the second quarter. Big Red six, the Vikings nothing here at the stadium tonight. First meeting between these two schools since 2005. LaValle under center. Gives it to the second man through, Secucci following his blocked out to midfield. Gets about three more yards there, depending on the spot. They might give him the big red 49. Not close to four yards there. And that's going to bring up third down and a long three. Third and a long three, we'll call it the 49. It's really the 49 and a half. Johnson split out wide to the right. They haven't thrown the ball yet. Keeping it on the ground with Sacucci, and he's going to be stopped at the 49. Got about a half a yard there. And it's going to bring up fourth down. Well, They're giving him a nice spot. We'll call it about a yard gain there. And it's going to be fourth down and about still three yards to go. Well, they got the Big Reds to jump last time. And right now, near midfield, they're going to keep the offense out there on fourth and three at the 49. Big play for both sides. Johnson wide to the left as the Vikings rush up to the line. LaValle under center and a whistle. And I think we're going to get a timeout called here. And Marysville is going to call the timeout. They were running out of time to snap the ball, and they really came rushing hard up to the line. And let's see if out of the timeout they're still going to go for it or if they're going to change their mind here and bring the punt team on and play the field position game. Their last punt, they almost got it downed inside the five. Sorry, that was the the big red punt, the Viking punt. They had the bad snap that set up the first touchdown of the game. And that has not been a Marysville issue this season. That's the I've done a few of their games, and that was the first time I've seen them have a bad snap like that. The offense is going to stay out there on fourth down and three from the 49 of PH. Receiver to either side this time. And again, they almost got the big reds to jump. They go to Sakuchi and he loses his footing. And he's going to be down for no gain. And they're going to be stopped. Oh, Sakuchi was getting ready to hit the next gear. And again, the Vikings play on the turf. And here the grass... Has given out a couple of times on Marysville players. It happened to uh, Nola Valley early in the game. And there it happens to Sucucci before he could get it going. And the Big Reds will get a stop and they'll get the ball back near midfield at their own 49, leading it 6 0. Nate Orioles, two out of two for 11 yards in the ball game. And he's got three receivers: Rosenaw and Ashford to the right, Golding to the left. They're going to send a man in motion and give the ball to Troy. Bounces across midfield to the Viking 46 and gets about five yards there, depending on where they spot this ball. They're going to put it down at the 46, so it's a five-yard gain for Gavin Troy. He has six carries for 15 yards so far. Oriole has 15 yards on three carries, and the game's only Touchdown. Gets the play from the sideline. Second and five. Big Reds from the Viking 46. 9-10 to play here in the first half. Rosenall wide left. They've got Twins to the right. They empty the backfield this time. Bring a man around in motion. That's Kilborn. He'll cut back upfield at the 45. He's hit at the 44 and gains two. And a big hit there. Smith with the tackle, and that was a big hit. So it'll be third down and three now for the big Reds. They've run that play to Kilborn twice, and they got gotten two yards each time. They need three here. Kilburn in a slot to the right with Ashford wide that way. Rosenau wide left. Again, they empty the backfield. Kilburn in motion. They fake to him this time. Oriole wants to run. He's got a first down. He's submarine tackled right near the 40. But he got enough, it looks like, to the 41 for a first down.
3: He
0: needed three and got three. So first down, and now they move the ball up to the 40. So a four yard gain for Oriel. And it's first down, big reds at the Viking 40. Troy will move back into the backfield to the left of Oriel, works out of the shotgun here. Straight drop, Oriel gonna flip it, trying to get it to Rogers. he overthrew it. And that was in the dangerous area. Laubert was over there and uh, made a diving effort at an interception. It'll fall incomplete and bring up second down and 10. Rodgers on offense, they use a lot as a tight end, and they like to run a lot of screen plays to him. He's going to go out as part of trips to the left here. Single receiver to the right. Oriole out of the gun on second and 10 from the 40. Looking to throw. Firing out complete to Ashford at the 35. Run out of bounds at the 33. That'll be a gain of about seven. First catch of the game for Jaden Ashford. And it'll bring up third and about three now for the Big Reds from the Viking 33. Owen Palmer is going to check into the ball game on offense for the Big Reds. he's going to replace Kilborn, And they're going to go with an offset I-formation behind Oriole who's under center. And he's rolling out looking to throw. Firing downfield for Golding and he's got it near the 10-yard line. About a 23-yard completion to Jared Golding. And it looks like it's first down and goal to go for the Big Reds. Nope, they're going to spot it at the 11. So it'll be a 22-yard pickup. And first and 10 Big Reds at the Viking 11. But Jared Golding catching the pass there by uh, Oriole, who is kind of throwing off his uh, front foot there. Back under center. Gavin Troy back up the middle. He'll get to the 9. Got about two. Second down and eight Big Reds from the nine. They can get a first down without a touchdown. Seven minutes straight up to go. First half, 6 nothing. Big Reds. Orioles scored late in the first quarter on a two-yard run as the Big Reds took advantage of a short field. Then their defense got a stop at midfield here, and they're trying to drive it in and get a two-touchdown lead in this one. Rosanaugh and Golding, the receivers. Now they're going to move Ashford over to the left in a slot. Troy the only back. Now Rodgers doesn't know where to line up, so they're going to move him to the left side, and I think the Big Reds are just going to take a timeout here. Their guys were confused where they needed to line up here on this second down play from the nine, and the Big Reds will use their first timeout of the half. Six, nothing is your score in this one. Oriole is four out of five for 40 yards now. He's also rushed for 19 yards and a touchdown on four carries. PH winning the field position battle, I guess, is, is the way you can put this. Their touchdown drive started at the Viking 20 after a bad snap on a punt. This drive started at their own 49 after they stopped a fourth and three. now the Big Reds have driven it down to the nine-yard line. Northern has a 7-0 lead on the Saints after one quarter at East China Stadium tonight. So second down and eight from the nine. Again, Troy the only back, two receivers to the left, a single receiver to the right, and in this time Marysville jumps offside. Oriole clapped the hands and the defense came charging through. And that's going to make this second down and uh, they're gonna move the ball to the four yard line. So, second down and about uh, four from the five. Oriole on the keep and he slips and falls. The ball's loose. Scramble for it. I think the Big Reds are back on it. But a big hit on Oriole, and that ball came loose. And the Big Reds were able to recover it. I think Winkfield is the man who got it back, back at the nine-yard line. Loss on the play back to the nine. It's going to bring up third and eight from the nine. Again, I think this is four down territory for P.H. And they're going to go three receivers to the right. And Oriole looking that way. Has a man wide open, and he overthrew him. Oh, my goodness. He had Golding wide open at the goal line for a touchdown, and he just missed him badly with the pass. And that's going to bring up fourth down, and I see Griffin Hansel running out. Looks like the Big Reds are going to try a field goal here. Oh, my goodness. They had a touchdown, though, with a good throw from Oriole. And uh, that one, I don't know if it just slipped out of his hand, but he saw he had a man wide open, and maybe he just got a little excited, and he fired the ball high and wide. Hansel will come out. This is going to be spotted at the 16, so it'll be a 26-yard field goal attempt. Good snap, this time a line drive kick is up, but it is no good. It was low and hooked to the left, and the field goal is no good, and that is a big stop for Marysville, as it looked there for a second like the Vikings were gonna go down two touchdowns in this game, and they end up coming out of it unscathed. The ball will come back out to the 20 on a touchback. Miss field goals uh, in high school football are treated the same as a punt. And since the ball went out of the back of the end zone, it comes out to the 20. Pitch back, Cicucci from the 20. Up ahead to about the 25, maybe the 26-yard line. Cicucci will pick up about six there. Nine carries, 32 yards, Carter Cicucci, second and four Vikings from their own 26, and they've gotta be feeling a lot better. We've got uh, 5.15 to go until halftime. And they'll get the ball first in the second half so they can kind of reverse the field here with a drive. They'll go two receivers off to the left, keeping it on the ground, this is Hurley, and he's got a first down run out near the 35-yard line. It's about a nine-yard pickup for Jack Hurley. You know, first down for the Vikings out to their own 35. It's 6-0 Big Reds, but uh, Marysville looks to be energized now after uh, holding PH off the boards on that last drive. The Valley out of the shotgun this time. Gives it to Sucucci, and Sucucci will cross the 45 and get out to the 48 with another first down run of about 12 yards. First down Vikings out at their own 48-yard line. And Marysville moving the ball here. Johnson and Laubert split out, or Corbett rather, split out wide to the uh, left. Pitch back to and it got away from him, and he's going to have to drop back on it near the 36 yard line. A bad pitch there went right past Cucci. And all the way back to the 35, they're going to lose 13 yards. And that's going to bring up second down and 23 for the Vikings at their own 35. A little bit of work to do now. Three and a half minutes to go until halftime. Each team has two timeouts remaining. Tighter formation here by the Vikings. And again, it's Sakuchi trying to get outside, and he does! Sakuchi down the far sideline, and he is tackled in big red territory at the 44, just a couple of yards shy of a first down. They're gonna move it back to the 45. He gets about 20 yards though there. And that'll bring up third down and about three. The guy doing the chains has it his first down, but it's third and about three here. And they'll pick up a first down, and I think Lavallee kept that time. Or, nope, check that. That was Hurley. Hurley to the 38. So a seven-yard pickup there. They went with the quick snap. And all of a sudden, that uh, bad pitch didn't cost the Vikings at all. Two plays later, they pick up all the yardage they need, and they've got a first down in big red territory. And they're moving again. Corbett and Johnson to the left. LaVallee still hasn't attempted a pass in the game. Hasn't needed to yet. Right. Keeping it on the ground with Sacucci. And he'll be run out of bounds near the 35-yard line. After a pickup of about three. 13th carry of the game there for Carter Cicucci. He'd have a lot more than 55 yards, but he had to take uh, the loss on the bad pitch. Second down. And now play has been uh, blowing dead here. I think they're going to put time back on the clock. They're saying Sacucci got out of bounds, and the clock kept running. So the clock says 1.48 remaining, and I think they're going to put time back up on it. Or maybe not. And they're still looking up there. Yep, 1.58 goes up on the clock. So they put about 10 seconds back on the clock. Second and seven from the 35 with just under two minutes to go on the half. It's 6-0 for Port Urin High, but Marysville trying to drive here late in the half. Sucucci the handoff this time. Mayuri got him in the backfield first, and then a couple of teammates will come in and help clean it up. And he'll be dropped back at the 40 for a loss of two on the play. going to bring up third and 10. Third down and 10. We're down to 125 to go in the half. Marysville not in any hurry just yet. Again, they do have two timeouts. They'll go receiver to either side here with Hurley and Secucci the backs. Lavalley under center. And he's going to roll out looking to throw. Pressure coming from Gavin Troy who sacks him back near midfield. Well, they were looking to throw that time, but there was no time. They'll put the ball down at the 48. A loss of 10 on the play and a timeout called here. And we've got a man down as well. One of the big reds is down back inside the 45-yard line. I don't know who that is. The big reds called the timeout because it's fourth down. And they want the ball back with 104 to go in the half. And it's going to be fourth and about 20. Jackson Rowe was the player shaking up on the place, getting up and walking off under his own power.
3: That is their second charge.
0: So, Big Reds get charged with the timeout there. They have one remaining. There's 64 seconds to go in the half. It'll be fourth and 20 back out at the 48. And we'll assume that Marysville's going to punt. Haditz is out on the field. Gavin Troy with a big sack as it look like the Vikings were driving. That could have been a real big switch. Remember, PH was down inside the 10 and didn't score, and the Vikings get the ball first in the second half, so had they driven down here late in the half and scored, they could have had the, uh, the chance to kind of swing the way the uh, game has been going so far. High snap to and We've got whistles. He was able to haul that one in, but there is a flag on the play here. Offsides against the Big Reds. Marysville has not had a penalty here in the first half. That's three against Port here and high. It's still fourth and 15, so I don't think that's going to change Marysville's decision about punting here. Ashford back deep for the big red, stands at the 10. Good snap this time. Haditz kicks it away from Ashford, and it's going to go out of bounds. Inside the 15-yard line, it looks like. They may mark this at the 10, it looks like. Nice coming up a couple more feet. He's going to mark it at the 15. Let's see if field position makes a difference here for what PH is thinking. As we're down to 58 seconds to go, they have one timeout remaining and they lead it six to nothing. Of course, they've got a guy named Gavin Troy who could take it 85 yards. He hasn't busted loose for a big run yet here in this half. Trips to the left as part of a four receiver look Oriole straight drop now pressure coming gonna roll out from his own goal line he fires oh and rogers had it at the 20 and dropped it and then there was a late hit and i think we've got a flag for a late hit oh it hit rogers right in the hands at the 20 and then he dropped it in a Several seconds late they had to hit on him and I think this is going to be 15 free yards for the big reds. This would be the first penalty against the Vikings if that is the call. And I can't think of what else it would be. Looks like there's another flag back near the 10-yard line. We could have offsetting penalties here cuz that could be a hold. So they are walking penalties both ways. They're going to set the ball down at the 20. They walked off a holding call, and then they walked off the hit, and they put the ball at the 20, and it's going to be first and five big reds at their own 20. 51 seconds to go in the half. Oriole looking to throw. Firing deep downfield for Ashford. And, oh, he had it at the 45 of Marysville. And it popped out of his hands. Oh, my goodness. They had Ashford on the fly. If Jaden hauls that in, it would have been a foot race to the goal line. Going to bring up second and five big reds from their own 20. Clock stops with 45 seconds to go. hmm P.H. is up 6-0, but they should probably have a couple of touchdowns here in this first half. Again, they're going trips to the right with a single receiver to the left, and they're going to take their final timeout here. So no more timeouts for the Big Reds with 45 seconds to go on the half. Again, the board says it's 2nd and 10, but it's 2nd and 5 because they didn't have those penalties offset. They, they walked off each penalty, and it was a 10-yarder against the Big Reds and a 15-yarder against Marysville, so the Big Reds ended up making five yards on those, those double flags. And on first and five, they went for the long ball. That's a couple of drops for the Big Reds and one miss by Oriole here in the half. He's four out of six for 40 yards. 45 seconds still to play in the half. Troy is the only back, and again, the Big Reds go four receivers with trips off to the right. Rosenau, the only man to the left. Oriole working out of the shotgun on second and five from his own 20. Fires for Rosenau, and he's got it at the 25. Hook and lateral to Troy. Down the near sidelines, midfield. Troy all the way down to the Viking 41. All the way down to the forty one, and they'll spike the ball now to stop play. It was about a thirty nine yard play total. And it's second down. Big Reds now from the Viking 41 with 32 seconds to go. So they threw it to Rosenau. He had the first down gain at about the uh, 25, and then he pitched it back to Troy coming around, and he motored it all the way to the 41. Two receivers to either side this time for the Big Reds. Straight drop. Oriole pressure coming. He'll be sacked. Back at the 46 as the Vikings brought everybody. And they get a big play. That'll be third and 15 now. 12 seconds to go, and they'll spike the football again.
3: 12
0: seconds to go in the half. It'll be... Well, the board... Has fourth down and 15. It can't be fourth down already. They got a first down on the hook and lateral play. Then they got sacked. Then they spiked the ball. It can't be worse than third down here. Two receivers to either side. Straight drop, Oriole. Pressure coming straight up the middle. They're chasing him around the field. He's going to fire complete to Rosenau And Rosenau is going to be out of bounds at the 35 with three seconds to go. It's about a 10-yard gain. And they're going to turn it over, apparently, on downs. I'm not sure how that was fourth down because I don't think I missed a play there. After a first down, they had a sack and a spike and a completion. This should be fourth down. Don't ask me. I'm just the broadcaster. There's three seconds to go here, and I think Marysville is going to just take a knee. They get the ball first to start the second half. Lavalle will take a knee, and we will go to halftime with the score six nothing in favor of uh, Port Huron High, and a crazy finish to the first half. Scoreless second quarter. They've had only one touchdown in the game. We'll tell you about it in just a few moments. At the half, it's the Port Huron High Big Red six, Marysville Vikings nothing, and we'll be back in just a moment.
1: Every grandma knows. Get stuck on sports.com is where the grandkids play.
2: To hear you say that makes me love you,
1: baby! Making lots of memories. It's your kids, it's your schools, it's
3: your sports. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice.
2: hey stuck on sports fans it's jane williams from kimball appliance stop in and see me for the best in stock selection of appliances furniture and beds i will beat all deals and personally take care of you i'm here on fridays until 7 p.m and saturdays until 3 p.m i know many of you because this is my hometown
3: go saints what passions do you want to pursue next in life do you want to be a sculptor a volunteer teach your grandkids to fish your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your
0: kids, your schools, your sports. All right, so just to clarify, they were right. It was fourth down. The Big Reds actually spiked the ball twice there. They spiked it after the big play. Then they had the sack, and then they spiked it again to stop the clock. And then that 10-yard uh, pass play was the fourth down play. It's six nothing Port here in high. They got the only points of the uh, ball game in late in the first quarter. Their first drive was stopped near midfield. Uh, they punted marysville's drive was stopped towards mid- midfield but they snapped the ball over the punter's head and it was uh, downed at the viking 20 and from there the big reds drove it in with nate oriole scoring on a two-yard run the extra point was blocked but with 157 to go in the first quarter it was six nothing Port here and high big reds were down inside the 10 they were at the viking five couldn't punch it in uh, ended up trying a field goal the field goal was no good so it stayed six nothing and uh, both teams kind of uh, had uh, drives that stalled the rest of the uh, way and so we reach halftime after a scoreless second quarter and it's still six nothing port here in high leads marysville we'll take a look at the first half uh, individual stats in uh, just a moment here on get stuck on sports.com and ebw tv
1: There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids,
0: your schools, your sports. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall.
8: Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your
0: kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's take a look at the uh, first half of numbers. They're a little skewed for uh, Marysville. They have 46 yards of total offense, all rushing. They did not attempt a pass in the first half, so they have no passing yards. And on the ground, they took a big hit with the uh, snap that went over the punter's head. That was a 20-yard loss. Plus, LaVallee was sacked a couple of times, so he had minus eight rushing. The other two uh, players to touch the ball, Carter Cicucci, 14 carries 52 yards, and Jack Hurley, five carries for 22 yards. So they actually ran the ball fairly effectively in the first half, but they had a couple of uh, big hits uh, with the uh, bad uh, snap that's got to go against their uh, rushing yards uh, and a couple of sacks that go against their rushing yards. The Big Reds had 120 yards, 89 through the air, 31 on the ground. Orioles, 7 out of 11 for 89. uh, Hit Rosenau three times for 13 yards, Golding had a catch for 22, and uh, Gavin Troy had one catch for 13, plus another 34 yards on that hook and lateral uh, play. Troy rushed seven times for 17 yards, and Oriole had six carries for 10 yards and has scored the game's only touchdown so far on a two-yard run. Both teams had chances, especially the big Reds. They probably feel like they should be up by more. Than just six points right now here at the half. And if you're Marysville, you got to feel like you're lucky not to be down by more, and you have a chance to completely swing this game as you get the ball first in the third quarter. It's just a six nothing ball game. The Big Reds lead the Vikings here at the break on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW TV.
2: you ready for some football?
1: Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your
0: schools, your
1: sports.
9: Call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853.
0: for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know
7: you, large enough to serve you. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520.
8: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: All right, let's check the scoreboard. Here it is six to nothing. Big Reds lead against the uh, Marysville Vikings at the half. At East China Stadium over on stream two, Brady Beaton's got the port here on Northern St. Clair game. The Huskies lead there 7 to nothing at halftime. So two real tight scores in these uh, rivalry games uh, tonight. Marine City on the road trails at the half to Durand, 20-7. We knew that was going to be a tough one for the uh, Mariners tonight. That Durand team is undefeated. North Branch leading Three Rivers 21 to uh, nothing. Uh, it's technically a North Branch home game, but the two teams met halfway, and they're playing that game at a neutral site uh, tonight. Also at the half, Croslex has a 28 14 lead at home against Freeland tonight, and uh, Freeland might be a team that uh, Croslex faces uh, in the uh, playoffs. 18 um, 14, Kersley is uh, leading Armada at halftime. At halftime, Richmond has a 7-6 lead over Clintondale. And also at halftime, Ubley just being Ubley tonight. They're up 55 to nothing against uh, Reese and uh, are uh, that close to having a uh, perfect regular season. So those are some of the uh, scores. I want to remind you that there's a game tomorrow on Stream 2 from Ford Field in downtown Detroit Marine City Cardinal Mooney takes on Madison Heights Bishop Foley in a battle in the prep bowl and it's the first time in a long time that Mooney has been there the teams are a combined 15 and 1 going into uh, that uh, game uh, Foley is uh, 8 and 0 and Mooney is 7 and 1 on the uh, season and uh, so that should be an exciting game from Ford Field. Kickoff is at 1.30. Brady Beaton will be bringing you all the action in that one. Here in this game, if you're Marysville, you got to be feeling good about the 6-0 score, even though you're down, because it probably should be at least 12 to nothing for the Big Reds in this one at this point. They really had a great opportunity to get a two-touchdown uh, lead uh, in this uh, game. Uh, early in the uh, second uh, quarter, but uh, they uh, first missed an open touchdown pass and then second missed a a field goal. And because of that, the Vikings get the ball first in the uh, third quarter and with uh, just one score, they could take the lead in this uh, ball game, a ball game where statistically they have been outplayed by the Big Reds for the first half of uh, this one. So our score is 6 to nothing here at uh, halftime, and we'll be back with third-quarter action in just a few moments here on uh, GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW-TV. If
1: you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
3: When you run with us on a Gator UTV...
7: on Port Huron Schools.
0: at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: And welcome back here to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey uh, with you, 6-0. Big Reds lead uh, this one. Uh, just a uh, reminder this is week nine of the high school football season the end of the regular season the uh, playoff matchups will be announced on Sunday night by the uh, MHSAA and uh, we'll uh, take a look at uh, those on the uh, podcast uh, next uh, Tuesday and let you know where we're going to be next week but we will be covering playoff games next week and uh, We're fairly certain we're going to get one here at Memorial Stadium. We might get two games here at Memorial Stadium. You never know. There might be a Friday, Saturday, if the Big Reds and the Huskies are not paired against each other in a first-round game. If they are, for the third time in four years, we would have a game between the two teams here at the stadium next week in the playoffs. So that's something to take a look at and be interested in. We have uh, several teams in the area that we uh, are comfortable with as uh, being in. I think Marysville's going to make it regardless of what happens uh, here tonight. Although a win would make them more comfortable in the BWAC, the top four teams are going to make it. That's pretty much a a given that uh, North Branch, Armada, Crosslex, and Elmont are all in. Yale could get in. With a win uh, tonight, they're playing Luther North. Not sure the Bulldogs would get in at 4-5, and five, but at 5-4, and four, I think they're a pretty good bet that they would get in. Up in the thumb, Ubley's going to make it. Harbor Beach is going to make it. Looks like Cass City will uh, make it out of the GTC East. Cardinal Mooney's going to make the postseason, regardless of what happens in their game uh, tomorrow in the Prep Bowl. They're 7-1, and one, and uh, they're probably going to get a home game, too, in the uh, first round of the uh, playoffs. And uh, in eight-man football, Peck's going to get in. They're playing Deckerville, and Deckerville needs to win that game, and Deckerville will likely make the playoffs. Peck's going to get in either way. Again, eight-man's growing, so there's two divisions in that. Deckerville's trying to get into the Division One playoffs with a win, over Peck, and uh, Peck is going to make the Division II playoffs. Pirates won their league this year. They're 7-1 going into that game. But uh, that's going to be it for the area for eight-man. Um, well, Brown City is going to get in as well. And Brown City and Deckerville might end up... Or excuse me, uh, Brown City and Peck might end up playing each other in the uh, postseason. They met once in the regular season as well. So there's... Uh, A lot that has to be figured out over the next uh, 48 hours or so, and uh, they'll get that all figured out Sunday evening, and then uh, we'll be able to uh, let you know early next week where we're going to be in terms of the uh, high school uh, football playoffs. But uh, we'll continue to follow the area teams as long as they continue to advance. Last year, of course, we followed Moraine City all the way to Ford Field. In a, a state championship game in uh, Division 5. And we think uh, Ubley has a great chance to get back to uh, Ford Field uh, this year. And maybe their biggest roadblock would be Cardinal Mooney. And again, depending on how the brackets are uh, paired up, Mooney may end up in the same district with Ubley. So they may play a playoff game early on against each other. And uh, if they're separated, then uh, they'd both have to reach probably the semifinals before they would meet each other. We're just uh, waiting to get the uh, second half underway here. The teams are uh, out doing their stretches. And we're just about ready to go. Again, uh, the Vikings will receive the second half kick. They're down in this one. By a score of 6-0, the only touchdown of the game, a two-yard run by Nate Oriole to cap a short 20-yard big red drive. As they took advantage of a Viking mistake in that first half, a bad snap. And really, it's it's three plays that uh, statistically hurt Marysville in that first half. So in the first half, I only had them for 46 yards of offense all on the uh, ground, but they actually ran the ball pretty good in that first half. In fact, Carter Cicucci I have for 52 yards, and he'd be up over 70 yards, except there was a bad pitch to him. And uh, when he went and covered the ball up, it was a a big loss on the play. They lost about 13 yards of rushing on that to one play. LaValle was sacked at the... uh, on their last possession for a 10-yard loss, and then they had the uh, punt that was snapped over Haditz's head for a 20-yard loss. So it's really those three plays. We have not had a turnover in the football game, and we didn't really have a ton of penalties in that first half either. The Big Reds moved the ball, but they were only able to finish the one drive. And I thought they had a chance for two other touchdowns in the first half. They had Golding wide open at the goal line and missed him with the pass. And then Jaden Ashford was down that far sideline, and he dropped one that, uh, had he caught it, he was in stride, and I'm pretty certain he would have had a touchdown on that play. It would have, at the very least, been a foot race to the goal line. And uh, Jaden will win most foot races. So some missed opportunities for the Big Reds, who I thought were the slightly better team in the first half. But none of that will matter if Marysville can come out here and uh, get a good drive to start this second half. They can kind of swing the pendulum in this game. Got Ben LaValle back deep. Standing around the 10 for Hansel. So Griffin Hansel will run up and the third quarter is underway. He's going to squib it. The ball bounces. It's loose. It's still loose. Big Reds are on it inside the 35 of Marysville. The ball took a crazy hop and got away from the Vikings. Colin Sabo and the Big Reds were able to pounce on the football at the 34. They recover the onsides kick and they get an excellent opportunity again to try to get up two scores in this game. Golding split out wide to the left. They'll send trips to the right. Rogers, Ashford, and Rosenau over there in a little triangle. Troy the only setback. They're going to pitch it back to Gavin. Gavin looking for a hole. Makes one man miss. And really struggled and battled in the end to only get about a yard there. That was a very flashy, exciting one-yard run by Gavin Troy, who still hasn't busted loose yet. But uh, he's a guy who can. Second and nine big reds from the 33. This time they'll go Rosinaw and Ashford to the right. Ashford in the slot, Golding to the left. Another handoff to Troy, there is an opening now for him. 30, bounces outside, 25. Gavin to the 20, 15, 5. forget it. Gavin Troy into the end zone for a big red touchdown. 34 yards for Troy and a big red score to give them a 12-0 lead in this one. 11.07 to go in the third. They take advantage of the onside's kick. And now I believe they're going to go for two. And there was the big run from Gavin Troy that we've been waiting on. Their first extra point was blocked. They've also had a missed field goal. They'll go for two here. Troy will be the only back. Rogers, a tight end to the left, three receivers to the right. Mario out of the gun, claps his hands, and the Vikings are offside. That'll move them a little bit closer. They'll go from the three to about the yard and a half line. So that'll make it a little closer. It also gives you a few more options in the playbook. A quarterback sneak now is a little more doable from a yard and a half out. It's going to change up their formation a little bit, too. Ashford, the only receiver now. He's to the right. Oriole under center. Gives to Troy. He'll try to leap over the pile, and he's in. Troy went skying through the air over the line and into the end zone for a two-point try. He gets eight on that trip. And very early here in the third, the Vikings now trail the Big Reds 14 to nothing. A 34-yard touchdown run by Troy and a two-point conversion from Gavin. And the Big Reds add to their lead. So, fourteen nothing, Big Reds now. And now the Big Reds will kick it off again, and the Vikings. Put Hurley on the spot of the field where that last kick went, so they get a hands guy there to try to avert a repeat of that uh, catastrophe on the uh, opening kickoff here in the half that led to another big red short field and score. And that's a big swing, keeping things in favor of the big reds. Going to kick this one deep. Ben LaValley from the 12. 15-20, straight up the middle of the field, 25, still on his feet to the 30. Ball came loose! Big Reds have it! Lavallee down, shaken up near the 30, and the ball recovered by the Big Reds at the 33. The game's first turnover is a fumble on what was up until that point, a really good kick return by Ben Lavallee. So the Big Reds really have an opportunity here early in the third to really put some distance between themselves and the Vikings in what has been a tight game all night long. Two receivers to the left, Ashford in a slot. Rosenau to the right. Gavin Troy with another run. Troy bouncing outside. Oh, just tripped up a touchdown saving tackle there by Peyton Laubert. Stops Troy at the 28 after about a five-yard gain. But if Gavin gets by Laubert, he's going to score. So it'll be second and five big reds from the 28. Again, two receivers. Owen Palmer into the game as they give uh, Troy a breather. Oriole looking to throw. Firing for Rosana. Got it. Touchdown. Big Reds. Jeremy Rosana. 28 yards. Makes the grab in good coverage. They're going to throw a flag here for a celebration foul it looks like. But the Big Reds go up 20 to nothing. Rosana's fourth catch of the game. And two quick strikes here by the Big Reds to start the third. Connor Connor Rosenaugh, I think I called him Jeremy. That was a different player at a different time. Connor Rosenaugh with the catch. Two quick scores in less than a minute by the uh, Big Reds. This extra point is going to come from a little bit back, though. Because of the uh, penalty. The now they've called a sideline warning against the Marysville. I believe the, the Vikings were asking if they could take the penalty here on the extra point. But I believe they have to take it on the kickoff. And everybody was kind of confused on where they were going to go here. So the official going through a whole bunch of motions there, saying we had a penalty against the Big Reds. Then we had a sideline warning against Marysville. And now we're going to have an extra point try. Oriole holding for Griffin Hansel. And this one is up, and it is right down the middle good. So it's 21 nothing, Big Reds. And now I believe... we some more confusion, and I see another flag on the field, but I believe it's after the extra point. Something, I think this is against Port Huron. Now, I'm not sure if the extra point counts or not now. I haven't put it up on the board, and the Big Reds, they're going to have to maybe re-kick this. And uh, Coach Perkins has called his team over right now, and he's telling them this game's not over yet. Stop doing dumb things. They already have a celebration foul that's going to be enforced on the kickoff, and now it looks like they're going to have to try the extra point all over again. So they'll have to retry the kick here. And now back Hansel up to the uh, twenty. So this will be a thirty-yard extra point instead of a the usual twenty-five-yard extra point. That last kick would have been good from about forty yards out. But remember, he had his first extra point tonight blocked, and he missed a 26-yard field goal in the first half. So it probably felt good to him to bang that last kick through, and then it gets taken away because of the penalty. So he'll try again from five yards back further. And a low-line driver is good. Oh, wasn't as pretty as the last kick, but it made it. 21 nothing for the Big Reds. And they have scored uh, two touchdowns 54 seconds apart. So two scores and 54 seconds by the Big Reds. Now when they kick off here to the Vikings, they're going to be backed up quite a bit. They're still walking it back. They're going to kick off here. It looks like they're kicking off from the 12-yard line. Maybe the 13. Wow, Marysville stands to get very good field position here. And the last two kickoffs have not gone well for the Vikings. An onside kick recovered by the Big Reds to start the half. And then uh, a fumble on the kick return. On the second kickoff, and it's led to two quick Big Red touchdowns. This time it's Sakuchi who is the man back deep for Marysville. still to go here in the third quarter. So there is a lot of football left. But all of a sudden, it's PH 21, Marysville nothing, and the Vikings need something big here. And they've got, again, an opportunity to get real good starting position. I think PH is missing somebody on the kick team. They need another player out there. And now we've got a flag on the play uh, to lay a game here against the Big Reds, so they're going to be kicking this ball off from inside their own 10-yard line. (laughs) I've never seen this. I've never seen a team kick off from their own 8-yard line. Coach Perkins is questioning this. Uh, the first penalty I knew was going to happen. But he's saying, where did the other yardage come from? Because they penalized us on the extra point by moving us back five yards. So he's not quite sure where all this penalty yardage has come from. Here's the kick from Hansel. Nice line drive kick. Sakuchi is going to let it go out of bounds at the 39. And look out everybody slams into each other now the vikings again they can take it at the 39 or they can make them re-kick from again way back this this penalty would probably move them back to about their own five yard line to kick it off that's what i would do if i were marysville i'd make them kick off again They're already kicking off from the 8, and another penalty would put them back around the 5 or deeper. Because I think you can get better field position than your own 39 here. The officials are meeting at the center of the field. Half the Vikings are back at the 39. The other half are back up like there's going to be another kickoff here. And, again, I think that's what you would want. 10-10 to go here in the third quarter, and the game has kind of slowed down. Again, the first half, we didn't have very many penalties. Yeah, they're going to make them re-kick. Which I think is the smart play by Marysville. And this time, they'll be kicking off from, I don't know, the four- or five-yard line. I don't know what they're doing now. They're going to put the ball down at the 32-yard line. Why? Why? I have absolutely no idea what the reason is, but it's going to be first down Marysville at the Big Red 32, and I honestly don't know how they got this. But the Vikings now have the short field, but on first down they're going to run the football and get stopped for no gain. So got the carry. I honestly don't know how they picked out of all of that the the 32 yard line of Port Huron. The ball went out at the 39. They kicked off from the eight, and they put the ball at the 32 of Port Huron. Second and ten there for the Vikings. I have decided to stop trying and figure this one out. Johnson split out way wide to the right. Sakuchi takes the pitch, running to the right, and the Big Reds have it strung out. Again, they're going to stop them for no gain. And another flag on the play late here. This one's in the secondary. I think it's going to be against the Big Reds. Personal foul. No, personal foul against Marysville is what they point. Wow. Based on where the flag was, I thought this was going to be against PH, and I think the PH kids thought it was going to be against them too, but we're marching Marysville back. And they'll set the ball down now at the uh, 47 after a 15-yard walk off. And it's going to be third down and 25. 9.13 to go here in the uh, third quarter that uh, has been a little bit dysfunctional. (laughs) Third and 25. Lavallee. Couple of fakes, looking to throw, in trouble, and just got rid of it over the middle of the field. Incomplete, Hurley was the closest man, but uh, he threw that away to avoid the uh, sack, and it's going to bring up fourth down. And it looks like they're going to keep the offense out there. It's 4th and 25 at the Big Red 47, and now I think the punt team is going to run out. There's still a lot of football to go, and I don't think the Vikings need to go for it on 4th and 25 here. Try to get uh, field position going back in uh, your own way. So Haditz will drop back to kick here. Ashford will drop back around his 15 for the Big Reds. Good snap. Haditz gets the kick away. Kicks away from Ashford. And that one's going to bounce into the end zone for a touchback. Haditz got a little too much leg into that one. The Big Reds will start out at their own 20. They lead it 21 to nothing. Again, two touchdowns 54 seconds apart to start this third quarter. Both set up on plays where the Big Reds kicked off. They recovered an onside kick and then got a 34-yard touchdown run from Gavin Troy. Then they recovered a fumble kickoff and got a 28-yard touchdown pass to Rosenau. Here's Troy looking for some room. To the 25, Troy to the 30, and he's got close to another Big Red first down, uh, depending on the mark. If they give him the 30, he's got 10 for a first down. So first down, Big Reds from their own 30. Three receivers with two out to the right. Golding to the left. Again, Oriole almost got him to jump. He'll hand it off this time to Palmer. Palmer with his first run of the game to the 35. Palmer to the 40, and he's got a big red first down out to the 42 as he picks up 12 yards on his first carry of the game. Owen Palmer with a very Gavin Troy-like run there. That's going to get him another snap. First down, big reds at their own 42. Ashford parted two receivers to the left. Palmer gets another carry, though. Palmer to the 45, to the 50, and he's got another first down run into Marysville territory all the way to the 47-yard line. That's an 11-yard pickup. Two carries, 23 yards there. For Palmer, and now he'll get a breather. And it looks like Young will come into the game. So, Jalen Young is the running back now, as they're uh, giving Gavin Troy a little bit of a breather here. He plays both sides of the ball. Free receiver look again for Oreo, but he's going to give the ball to Young, running straight ahead, and he's inside the 45 to the 44. And that's about a four-yard pickup. Three-yard pickup, it looks like. And it's getting a little chippy. Rodgers lost his helmet on that last play. I didn't see a flag thrown. (laughs) Yeah, they did throw a uh, flag. They're going to... Call a face mask here against the Vikings, but it wasn't on the guy carrying the ball. Young had the carry, but it was Rogers away from the place. Somebody grabbed him and ripped his helmet off. This is going to move it down to the 29-yard line. The Vikings, I think, only had one penalty in the first half, and that's changed here in the uh, third quarter. Again, the emotion's starting to show now that it's a 21-point lead for the Big Reds. Again, Young is the running back with three receivers for Oriole. Low snap. He'll give the ball to Young. Young trying to bounce outside to the 25. Steps out of bounds at the 24. And, uh, again, a lot of contact out of bounds. And both sides trying to get uh, organized and get their players away so there aren't any extra flags thrown here. About a five-yard run there for Jalen Young. And then I think they're going to tack a late hit on to the end of this. So Marysville losing their cool a little bit here on this drive. And they're helping the big reds out. There's still a lot of football to be played. We got 6:23 to go here in the third quarter. But uh you're already down 21. You don't want to help the other team out. Offsetting penalties here. And so the ball will stay at the
6: 19.
0: And they put the ball down at the 19, so that means Young got a first down there. He had a 10-yard run. Initially, it looked like they had spotted him out at the 24. They're saying he made it all the way to the 19. After they uh, sorted out all of the chaos, Gavin Troy back into the game. But uh, both Young and Palmer did a good job here on this drive for those plays while Gavin was out. Two receivers to the right and one to the left here for Oriole, who works out of the shotgun. And he's looking to throw this time. Fires underneath, complete to Rodgers at the 15, to the 10. Flag on the play, Rodgers takes it into the end zone for a big red touchdown, but there is a flag on the play. This one may be coming back. They ran a little tight end screen there to Caden Rodgers, and he got the touchdown, but I think there was a block from behind down inside the 10. That's going to bring this back. Yep, pushing the back by the Big Reds. And instead of another touchdown, this is going to move them back to the 34. And it'll make it first and. Twenty-five, And we've got a man down for Marysville. Back down around the three-yard line, and so they're going to make both teams go to their respective sidelines and take a knee here. I don't know if this is a cramp or what it is. It looks like they're stretching whoever that is, and they're way over on the far sideline from me and on their back, so I can't tell you just at the moment who that is. I can tell you there's 6.15 to go here in the third quarter, and the Big Reds have a 21-0 lead here over the Vikings. It was 6-0 at halftime. We had a late first quarter touchdown from Nate Oriole on a two-yard run, and then to start this third quarter, Marysville was going to get the ball first, but the Big Reds recovered an onside kick, And then got a 34-yard touchdown run from Gavin Troy. Then on the ensuing kickoff, the Vikings fumbled the football. And the Big Reds recovered at the 33. And two plays later, they had a 28-yard touchdown pass to Connor Rosenau. And now it's a 21-0 lead for the Big Reds. Viking player is up and walked off the field under his own power. And I'm not positive who that was. After the penalty, the Big Reds looking at first and 25 back out at the 34-yard line. They'll send Ashford in motion to the left. Straight drop, Oriole setting up the screen. It's complete to Troy. Troy to the 30, 25-20. Cut back, Troy down to about the 15. I'm going to say the 17. It's a 17-yard pickup for Gavin Troy on the screen pass. And that'll make it now second and about eight for the Big Reds at the 17-yard line. Troy, the only back. And play action. Oriole firing complete to Rogers near the 15, and he'll battle forward to about the 13. They'll get about four yards there. That's going to bring up third down and about four for the Big Reds. They need to get to the 10 for a first down. they got the ball set up at the 13-yard line, so I'm going to call it uh, third and about three. They'll go trips this time to the left with a single receiver to the right. Noah Adams has entered the game as an extra receiver. Pitch back, and Gavin Troy is trapped in the backfield, but a flag on the play. Oh, Troy got uh, destroyed in the uh, backfield on a great play by Owen Rand, but Rand may have grabbed his face mask at the end of that tackle. It was a loss back to the 24. Nope, the the penalty is against the big Reds apparently. This has been a very confusing quarter. So they're gonna obviously take the penalty, so he was stopped back at the twenty four. It's about a nine yard loss. And then they call the illegal hands to the face against the Big Reds. So it's going to be fourth down and a cab ride back to Marysville. As the ball is back at the 39 and they need to get to the 10-yard line for first down. So, And now they switched it to third down. So it's third down and 29. Vikings nearly jumped offside. Oriole looking to throw. Hit as he throws. And just out of the reach of Rodgers incomplete. And that will bring up fourth down. And Oriole a little slow getting up. He got hit hard there. So now it's going to bring up fourth down. And uh, 29. And they'll bring out uh, Palmer to punt here. I think this is only the second time tonight the Big Reds have punted in the game. Their first drive resulted in a punt. Vikings are thinking that uh, there might be a fake here, but it's a straight kick from Palmer. Straight up in the air and short. Going to hit around the 30, take a Big Red roll inside the 25. 25 and be downed at around the 23-yard line. So it's still 21-0 Big Reds. It's getting a little chippy here at the stadium. We've had a lot of penalties here in this uh, very long third quarter, which still has almost four minutes to go in it. And now the Vikings will get the uh, ball back. They've attempted just one pass in the game. LaVallee is 0 of 1. He's under center, and they're going to keep it on the ground. Sucucci trying to bounce to this near sideline, turns the corner, and is out of bounds at the 26-yard line after about a 3-yard gain there. 17 carries, 55 yards for Carter Sucucci tonight. All of the Viking offense has come in the run game. Now, Noah LaValle is limping a little bit as he runs back to the uh, huddle to relay the play to his team. They're looking at second and seven from their own 26. Corbett and Haditz are going to split out wide to the left. Pitch back, Sikuchi. Running to the far side this time, and the Big Reds have him stopped in the backfield. They'll drop him for a loss of about two on the play. Back to the
3: 24.
0: That's going to bring up third and nine here for the Vikings.
3: Third
0: Third and nine Marysville from their own 24-yard line. And Lavalley will get the Big Reds to jump offside that time. And that's going to not make Big Red fans happy because they thought they the Vikings had jumped a few seconds ago and they didn't get the call. This will make it third and four now after they walk off the five yards. So that's a little more doable here for Marysville. And they need a first down in a bad way from their own 29 this time. is picked off the pitch back to Sucucci was picked off by a big red defender who came running through and grabbed it right out of the air that was Jovan Foy who intercepted the pitch and he is down inside the Viking 20 for a big red first down at the 17-yard line wow The second Viking turnover. That will actually be a fumble, I believe. It was thrown backwards. so I don't think you can get an interception on that. Big Red's trying to salt this thing away. Gavin Troy on the run, and he's inside the 10. Still on his feet to the 5. Still pushing people. Down close to the goal line. Did he lose the football? Troy is all the way down to the 1-yard line. And then I think at the end the ball came out but the Big Reds retained possession in their first and goal at the one. Gain of about 16 for Troy and he nearly got into the end zone for his second score. And we've got a Viking down at around the 12-yard line. One fifty-two to go here in the third and an official's timeout for an injured Viking. But the Big Reds, already up 21 or a yard away from another score that would make it uh, quite a long waste for Marysville to come back. Kevin uh, Troy has really picked it up here in the second half. He is running the ball hard for P.H., He's got two pass catches for 30 yards. He's got 74 yards rushing, and then he's got 34 more yards that I don't know whether they're pass yards or they're rush yards on that hook and lateral. I don't know how you score that. He doesn't get a reception. Oriole gets passing yards, but I think Troy gets rushing yards, which would mean he's over 100 yards rushing in the game. In the meantime, the player from Marysville getting up very slowly there. And, again, I can't see who it is just yet. And he's being helped to the sidelines. That might be a Laubert, but I'm not sure. Way over on that uh, far sideline, so I really can't tell who they're helping over to the Viking bench because he's walking behind the rest of the players now. But First down goal to go, big reds from the one. Oriole will go under center, Troy the back behind him. Ashford is out wide to the right. Oriole fumbles the snap, and he'll fall down on it near the... Uh, Three-yard line. Wow. That was almost a huge break for Marysville. They need to figure out a way to not get scored on here. So it'll be 2nd and goal now from about the three. Big Reds are going to take the huddle here. They're going to not in any rush. Try to get this down under a minute before they run their next play. Again, it's uh, Ashford split out wide to the right with Troy the only setback. On second and goal from the three, Gavin Troy gets the carry, and he'll knife his way into the end zone for a big red touchdown. A three-yard run for Gavin Troy. His second touchdown here in the third quarter. And the big reds are starting to really pull away. It's 27-nothing Port Huron High. 58 seconds to go here in the third. And Hansel for the point after. Will boot it up and boot it through. Big Reds 28, Vikings nothing with 58 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And P.H. has scored 22 unanswered points here in the third. Northern has a 13-0 lead at St. Clair after three. And Troy's second touchdown run of the game here has made it a 28 nothing lead for the Big Reds. Still just under a minute to go here in the third quarter. Here's the kickoff from Hansel. Another squib kick bouncing around, and Hurley is going to cover it up near the 40-yard line. And the Vikings are able to handle that hot potato on the kickoff, and they'll get decent field position here, but they have to absolutely... Start scoring on their remaining possessions uh, here because as there was a a lot of time before when they were down three scores, now they're down four scores with just over a quarter of football to go. 56 seconds left here in the third. Johnson's going to split out way wide to the left. Corbett in tight to the line to the right side. Give to Hurley running straight ahead. And Hurley... Being physical here and banging his way to the 45 for a gain of five. Six carries, 27 yards for Hurley. We do have a flag on the play. I think this is against the Big Reds. Maybe another face mask.
3: This
0: is just a five-yard penalty. And they're going to put the ball down at the big red 49. He,
4: Vikings, uh, he actually
0: uh, walked 49. off six yards there. But I'm done trying to, after the ball got put at the 32 on that one kickoff, I'm done trying to figure any of this stuff out. Full house backfield here for the Vikings. This is a new formation with a receiver to either side. And they're going to hand it off to... Hurley and he's to the big red 47. He got about two yards there. That might be the final play of the quarter. We're down to 10 seconds to go now. And I think Marysville will just let the clock run out and we'll go to the fourth quarter with the score. Port here in high 28. Marysville nothing. Back with the fourth next. KWD Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years.
1: get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your
0: schools, your sports. All right, we'll start the fourth quarter with the Vikings looking at second and eight from the Big Red 47. Big Reds have a 28-0 lead in this one. LaValle's under center. Hurley and Sucucci, the backs The give is to Sucucci. And again, the Big Reds have him trapped in the backfield. He'll struggle to get back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. So it'll bring up third down and eight for the Vikings in what now is four-down territory for them, down by four scores and into the fourth quarter. Again, they've attempted just one pass in the entire game. And you think that would speed things along but it really hasn't. We had a very long third quarter here. And that's mostly because the penalties really picked up in that third quarter. Third and 8 from the 47. Keeping it on the ground straight ahead with Sakuchi. He's got a nice run here. He's going to be short of the first down. But he's to about the 41 yard line and got about 6. And that's going to bring up fourth down and about two here for the Vikings. I think officially we're going to call it fourth and three from the 42. They will, of course, go for it. Corbett split out wide to the right. Lavalle straight ahead's got the first down. Cross the 40, he's all the way to the 37 and picked up about five yards there. So, a first down for the Vikings that they absolutely had to have. And they're now to the 37 of PH. It has been a while since the Vikings have uh, had a threat into Big Red territory tonight. This is Hurley to the 35. And to about the 34-yard line, We've got three there. Eight carries, 32 yards for uh, Hurley, so he's been very effective when they've used him tonight. Noah LaValle is limping around, and it is pretty obvious that uh, it's uncomfortable for him right now. Looks like his uh, left uh, leg or ankle... But he's staying out there and trying to walk it off.
3: For
0: an injury. And now we've got an injury timeout, and I don't know if this is for Lavallee or... There's nobody down, so all I can figure is they're stopping it here for, for an Noah Lavalley. Teams have gone to their sidelines. The officials are talking with Caden Rogers of the Big Reds. Really not quite sure what the stoppage is for here. Because, again, there was nobody laying down on the field, but the officials stopped it. And uh, all of the Vikings are uh, over on their side. on a knee and uh they're getting talked to by their coaching staff and no, they are bringing the board out so i think this is from the earlier injury yeah viking player who went down uh a few minutes ago and they got him over to the sideline now they're they're bringing out the uh, the backboard and the stretcher to take him off the field, and that's why we're stopping play here. So whoever was shaken up before, and they had to help off the field, and I couldn't tell you who it was because they walked him behind the players back to the bench, apparently. And again, I, I don't know. I'm guessing this is some sort of... Concussion fear would be my guess because they were very groggy going off the field. So over on the far sideline, they are going to uh, take the precaution of getting the the Marysville player someplace where they can uh, get a better look at him and evaluate him better. And I apologize because I cannot tell you who the player is. And even now, on the far side of the field where everybody is standing, I absolutely can't see who they're getting down on the the gurney. And I hope, again, that this is just precautionary stuff that they're doing. They're moving rather slowly, and they're being very cautious about this. At the time it happened, I guessed Peyton Laubert, but I'm not 100% on that. All I can see is a 2, and I thought it might be 22. But I don't know that 100%. We continue to uh, just be very patient here. They now have the player on the stretcher. He gets a big hand from everybody here at the stadium on both sidelines. take him out. So they didn't need the backboard, which is good because that would generally indicate some sort of a neck problem. They have him kind of sitting up on the uh, the stretcher, so I think he got uh, hit hard, and I think they're worried about a concussion here. And again, th- th- that happened late in the third quarter and here early in the uh, fourth they decided that they needed to, uh, to get this player uh, evaluated so they stopped play to allow that to the EMS folks to come out and uh, and get him where they can uh, get him back to the uh, ambulance and if necessary take him over to the hospital. Meantime, the Vikings will be looking at second down at the Big Red 34. It's going to be second and about seven here when we resume play. With 10.03 to go in the fourth quarter, and it's 28 to nothing, the Big Reds lead the Vikings. I think the teams are going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, the teams are going the wrong way here. I mean, this would be fine for the Big Reds, but uh, the Vikings are in Big Reds' territory, not in their own territory. So I'm telling you right now, the two teams are on the wrong side of the field. <laughs> Big Reds are where the Vikings are supposed to be, and the Vikings are where the Big Reds are supposed to be. So some serious <laughs> confusion there. So second and seven Vikings from the Big Red 34. Now they got everybody pointed in the right direction. Hurley and Sucucci, the backs behind LaValle, who's under center. And Sucucci with another run, and he'll be swarmed again by the Big Reds as he's able to get his way close to the 31 and get about three yards there. That's going to bring up third down and about four Now they're going to say he got to the 32. So that changes it to third and about five. McKinney and Corbett kind of a double tight end to the right. Sikuchi trying to bounce outside that way, and he gets a little seam, picks up a Viking first down, and he's all the way down to about the 20-yard line. About a 12-yard pickup there by Sakuchi So a nice run there. And the Vikings have uh, their biggest threat in a long time as they're in the red zone now at the 19-yard line. This is their deepest penetration into Big Red territory tonight. Can't remember another time where they got this deep. Had its way out wide to the left. Pro set look behind the quarterback. And it's Sikuchi fighting and battling to the 15 for about four yards.
7: Sikuchi's been a
3: busy
0: guy tonight. That's his 23rd carry. So second and about six here for the Vikings from the 15. They're trying to get on the board. They send a receiver out wide to the left. That's Corbett. Now he goes in motion to the right. Running to the left though is Sakuchi He's got the 10. He's got the first down to the five as he continues to battle and run hard. That's a pickup of about 10. And it'll be first down and goal to go for the Vikings now from the five. Trying to get on the board with 7.45 to go here in the fourth quarter. Hadetz will check in. He'll also bring in the play. No real hurry here by the Vikings. Cicucci and Hurley are the backs. They'll send the man in motion and pitch the ball back to Cicucci and he'll get hammered in the backfield for a loss. That was Gavin Troy who came up and blew up that play. All the way back to the eight, a loss of three. That'll make it second down and goal now back at the eight. Gavin Troy's had a good game, both sides of the ball. He had a sack late in the first half, too, that uh, stopped Marysville out near midfield. So second and goal from the eight. Hurley and Sacucci are the backs. Sacucci trying to get outside to the right, and he'll be stopped at about the six-yard line. And it'll be third down and goal for the Vikings. Again, four down territory. 26 carries for Carter Cicucci in the game, and he may have a few more coming before this drive is over. So third and goal from the six here. And a timeout going to be called by Marysville. That's the first timeout by either side here in the second half. We're almost halfway through the fourth quarter. 6.05 to go. And it's 28 nothing in favor of Marysville. And now it looks like maybe Sakuchi is shaken up. And so it doesn't look like he's going to be available for this third down play. Northern has beaten St. Clair 13 to nothing is the final score in that one for the Huskies. And Northern goes 8 and 1 in the regular season. St. Clair will finish at 3 and 6. The Saints will miss the playoffs this year. Again, their defense played really well this year for them. They maybe had one bad game defensively this year where Lampfear got them. But uh, other than that, their defense kept them in games. They just didn't score enough this year. All right, third down and goal Vikings from the six. Murphy into the game for Sacucci. He's in the backfield with Hurley. LaVallee rolling out, looking to throw, firing, and tipped and broken up around the two-yard line. Just the second pass attempt of the game by Marysville. LaVallee is... 0 for 2. Looked like he was going maybe for McKinney down there. And that's going to bring up fourth and goal from the six. And again, no Sacucci. He got banged up. So now they go receiver to either side. With Murphy and Hurley in the backfield. Now Murphy's going to motion out of the backfield to the right. Lavallee looking to throw. Picked off at the goal line. Intercepted by the Big Reds at the goal line. That one was picked off by 17, Deontay Foy. And on the return, he's tripped up around the Big Red 6- or 7-yard line. Three turnovers by the Vikings tonight, a couple of fumbles, and now an interception stops that drive. And now the Big Reds, with 5.53 to go, will be looking to work some clock here. They'll start from their own six, leading this one 28 to nothing. And the biggest threat for Marysville tonight is stopped at the goal line on the Foy interception. We're getting a new quarterback here for P.H. This looks like Jackson Rowe is going to take over as the uh, quarterback. Or is he the running back? He's the running back, but we do have a new quarterback it looks like. Had a problem with the uh, snap. And it'll be a loss on the play of two yards. Two yards. I think that was Troy on the carry. So, yeah, Roe is the quarterback. It's very hard to tell. I think Roe is the quarterback, and uh, it'll be second down and about uh, 11 here for the Big Reds from their own five. Roe working out of the shotgun. Going to give the ball on a handoff. And uh, still on his feet and bouncing outside. And uh, here's a a big run this time for Javon Foy. And he's out across the 30-35 all the way to the 38-yard line. And he's got a big red first down on a big gain. There is a flag back at the 20. This is coming back on a holding call. So Foy... Got the carry and got a big gain. He picked up uh, about 33 yards on the run. But back at the 20, we're going to get a holding call. And so in the end, this is going to come back to about the 10-yard line. Which will make it about a 4-yard gain for Foy. So instead of a first down out at the 38, it'll be second down and about uh, 6 here for the Big Reds from their own 10. So Jackson Rowan at quarterback. They've got uh, Deontay Foy in the backfield now at running back. The backup guys for the uh, Big Reds tonight have had some very big plays. They'll spread the field with three receivers on second and about six here from the uh, 10. And uh, Rowe is going to keep it. He's to the 20. He's got a first down 25 still on his feet. Out to about the 29-yard line and about a 19-yard gain there. Foy, Palmer, Rowe, and Young have all had big runs for the Big Reds tonight now. So first down, Big Reds out to the 29. Vikings have two timeouts remaining. But in a 28-0 score, they're, I don't think, very interested in stopping the clock at this point. Four minutes straight up to go on this one. Rowe working out of the shotgun. Gives it to Foy. Foy to the 30. Trying to bounce outside. Is hit and knocked down at about the 33-yard line. Call it the 32. He got about two yards there. Second down. We'll call it about seven. Now for the big reds, they're on 32. They're just happy to keep the clock rolling here. They're on their way to their seventh win of the season. They'll be seven and two. We know they're making the playoffs. I think Marysville is safe at five and four. Three receivers, two to the right. Row working out of the shotgun with Foy as the only setback. And it's Rowe, made a good ball fake there, kept, but the Vikings weren't fooled, and he stopped for no gain. Bryce Smith, who's had a very solid ball game in there for Marysville, has been involved in several tackles, and he makes one there. Official lost his flag there, setting the ball down, but there was not a penalty on that play. It just fell out of his pocket when he leaned over to put the ball down. So now it's third down and about seven here for the Big Reds from their own 33. Rowe working out of the shotgun. Going to give it to Foy again, running straight ahead, 35. Trying to stay on his feet. Works to the 40, and he's got a Big Red first down. Big run there by Foy, and now we've got a very late flag here. So let's wait and see what this is all about. It was about an eight-yard gain there by Foy, but now we got a flag very, very late came in there. Personal foul against the big Reds. I think they're saying he gets the first down.
3: Think, uh, foul the big reds.
0: So give Foy a first down run to the 40, and then the uh, flag is after the play is over. So it'll be first down Big Reds at their own 25.
3: The
0: I think. Yes, it's first down Big Reds at their own 25. Down to two minutes to go in the football game, and we'll be under two minutes before the Big Reds snap the ball. And again, I don't think Marysville's interested in using their timeouts here, so I think PH can run out the clock with what they've got left to work with. Foy, the only back. As they go with three receivers for row, but they're keeping it on the ground. Foy, straight ahead. Nothing there. He's going to actually lose a couple of yards. This
6: is about four of all carriers. Stopped in the backfield by a boatloader of Vikings.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, following the handshake, the field goal each both will be presented for the first time since 2000. So it's
0: going to be 2nd and 11 coming up here for the Big Reds who continue to just take their time. One ten to go now here in the football game. First meeting in 17 years between these two teams. This has been a long time. But PH was the better team tonight. They trail the all-time series by a significant amount, but they're going to get the win tonight impressively. Again, Roe is going to wait and wait and wait and wait, and now he'll get under center and just take a knee. And that'll keep the clock rolling, and uh, that should be it. I don't think the Big Reds have to snap it again. We're down under 30 seconds to go, and Port here in High is going to get a shutout on top of everything else. And for the uh, Big Reds and their defense, this is their first shutout of the year. Final score here from the stadium tonight. The Port Huron High Big Reds 28, the Marysville Vikings nothing. And we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment.
3: Are you ready for some football?
0: Don't you dare fumble that ball
1: keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. your kids your schools
3: your sports when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer
1: Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on on GetStuckOnSports.com.
0: Your kids, your schools, your sports. This was a 6 nothing football game at halftime. Nate Oriole had scored on a two-yard touchdown run late in the uh, first uh, quarter, and that scoring drive was set up when the uh, Vikings snapped the ball over the punter's head, and it was recovered back at the 20-yard line, and uh, three plays later, Oriole scored. The extra point was blocked, so it was 6 nothing Big Reds, and that score held... Uh, through halftime. But the uh, third quarter started with an onside kick that uh, Port Heron High recovered at the uh, 34. Gavin Troy on the next play ran it in from 34 yards out for a touchdown, and then he scored on a two-point conversion to make it 14-0. 53 seconds later, they scored again after the ensuing kickoff was fumbled at the 33, and they got a 28-yard touchdown pass to Connor Rosenau. and those two scores blew the game kind of wide open, made it 21-0, and then late in the third quarter with under a minute to go, Troy scored again on a three-yard touchdown run. To make it 28 to nothing. And those 22 points in the third quarter was the difference in the football game. A game, though, that uh, poured here in high statistically dominated here this evening. And they get their first shutout of the season. They go to 7 and 2. The Vikings are 5 and 4. Your final score tonight, 28 to nothing, Big Reds. And we'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment. Hey.
1: Every grandma knows get stuck on sports.com is where the grandkids play.
2: To hear you say that makes me love you baby.
1: Making lots of memories. It's your
0: kids, it's your schools, it's your sports. Stop by Culver's and Fort Grathford for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall.
2: Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150.
9: Huron Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success.
4: Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics.
1: Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
0: All right, we're not done with the regular season yet. We've got a Saturday broadcast coming up for you from Ford Field tomorrow. It's the Prep Bowl. Brady Beaton will have the game for you on stream two with kickoff at 1.30 as Marine City Cardinal Mooney goes up against Madison Heights' Bishop Foley right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Speaking of Brady, his game ended 13 to nothing tonight. Port here on Northern on the Road beat St. Clair, and we had a shutout here tonight at Memorial Stadium as the Port Huron High Big Reds knock off the Marysville Vikings, 28 to nothing. Technically, it's the first time the Big Reds have beaten the Vikings since 2004. Of course, the two teams hadn't played a game since 2005. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast here tonight from Memorial Stadium. Again, that final Big Reds, 28, Vikings, nothing. You've been listening to high school football here on GetStuckOnSports.com.